Blog Talk Radio.
everybody. Happy Friday, February 4th, 2011. Yes, hope is born because you've turned into Be The Light Now Radio. I'm Michael Carbone, your host. It's going to be another fabulous evening as always. You know these shows. I always have wonderful guests on. And you're going to love the two guests I have today. They've been working together for a long time. And um, from what I understand, Sherry's been on, let me see, L.A. Confidential, numerous radio and TV spots. And, well, they said she's L.A.'s best-kept secret of the best medium around. Well, uh, you're on Blog Talk Radio on my show. You're not going to be the L.A.'s best-kept secret for much longer. Everyone's going to know all about you. But wonderful, wonderful people I'm having on here in a moment. And uh, it's Sherry Mancuso and then I have John Scarano. I hope I pronounced it right. They'll let me know when I bring them on the air in just a moment. Uh, both of them have been doing metaphysical work and studying for many, many years. Um, John's a clairsentient, clairaudient, and a Reiki master. So we can never have too many Reiki masters out there, that's for sure. And Sherry is also a psychic medium healer and a teacher. She has successfully worked with police in New York and L.A. to help solve numerous cases involving homicides and missing persons. going to be interesting. We're going to open up the lines in just a few moments. Now. We're going to bring them both on. Let me see where they're at here. There we go. Hello, Sherry, and hello, John. Welcome to the show. Hi, Michael. How are you? Hello, Doing Michael. great. Hi, How John. are you? <laughs> <laughs> you can hear each other? Okay. Yeah, we can hear. Okay. So who wants to go first and tell everyone a little bit more about yourselves? Well, Sherry, right, well, first. Off, Michael. Um, I have been doing police work since 1983, and all over the world, as a matter of fact, and I have, I am documented having found people, but I've worked on missing children, missing persons, uh, homicide, serial killers, that kind of thing, but I also am a healer and a teacher, and I also do psychic, uh, prophecy, but I also tune into people who have passed over, so I kind of have an all-around spectrum of what it is that I do. And I love my I love my work. I love my clients and I love reading people. I I love giving hope and vision for what the future holds for other people. So, John, you can go ahead and tell what you do. Great. Thank you, Sherry. Yes, Michael, hi. Uh yes, I probably I've gotten started in the metaphysical realm back when the New Age movement, if you want to call it that, began, and I've kind of grown and discovered with it. I was a tarot reader for years, and then one day decided that, well, that wasn't just what I really wanted to continue to do anymore. And I also have been a numerologist uh, for uh, about 40 years, and I really do more uh, than numerology, dabble in astrology, uh, you did mention that I was a Reiki master. I've been a Reiki master for 12 years. Sherry is also, by the way. And uh, basically, uh, I work with Sherry. Uh, we work together uh, as a team when we do um, homicide investigations. Uh, in persons. Yes, we de-spirit. Thank you, Sherry. De-spirit houses. Uh, we do uh, uh, just a heck of a lot together. We have a lot of fun and we do a lot of good. Uh, so that's basically me. Okay. How long have the two of you been working together? About 15, 15 years. years. Yes, 15 wonderful years. Yes, I Very agree. Very interesting years. 
Yes. We've been all over the world together, including the Philippines, where we found three children in five days. Three missing children. Yeah, that was that. That was one of our first ones. That was my. (laughs) That was my. Was one. It's one of my openers, as I call it. Uh, I think it was our second case, wasn't it, Sherry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was a wild one. That was a wild one. But we were able to do a lot of good, and that's what's uh, really important about uh, the work that we do and people like us that do. We, we're doing it for good. We're not doing it for personal gain as much as we're doing it for trying to find missing children, missing people, help people with their problems. And, Michael, you read, too, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, you know, so, and that that's what's really been important for us now in this Uh, I guess, last part of our career. And also, Michael, if people, you know, do want to go out and check out my website at www.mediumsherry.com, they can find a little bit more info on what I've done in the past. And John and I have written two books together. One is called Cold Spring. They can get it up on Amazon.com. And there's Cold Spring, The Trial. It's a trilogy. The last book that's going to come out that's going to be very interesting is The Resolution. And, John, tell them a little bit about our book. Um, Yeah, real quickly, uh, this book is about uh, karma, uh, reincarnation, and karmic resolution or resolving karmic debt. Uh, Sherry is related to a woman who was uh, violently murdered in uh, upstate New York in 1935. Turns out she was, was her great aunt. And uh, the long journey that we took researching the story in the end, we ended up with what we thought was a good case for uh, reincarnation. And so that's the first book we lay out. We begin uh, we begin way back with early man about 12,000 years ago to demonstrate how simple karma can begin and how huge it can become. When you know when, when when we aren't paying attention and we aren't resolving, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Uh, the man uh, who murdered them, uh, we chronicle his trial uh, and just introduce a huge cast of characters. Uh, fascinating story. It really is a fascinating story. And in our last book, uh, the karma is finally resolved, and there's a great twist, and we don't want to give that away now. Uh, but that in a crux. Uh, is the book Cold Spring very popular now, Michael? We've sold about 2,500 copies, and we're self we're self published. We're real happy about that. Wow! So the last one is called Resolution, and that's coming out in this summer. Uh, yes, yes, we're working on it now. We're ending up with a little bit more research than we thought we would need before, uh, because it has to be uh, partly historically accurate because it's based on a historical event. And who's Bernice? Uh, Bernice is Sherry's great aunt. Bernice Canyon Farnsworth. And we will tell you this, that one of the twists, there's many twists, but one of the twists is that John is the incarnation of my husband in a prayer lifetime and all the lifetimes, and I am the reincarnation of Bernice. And the the, uh, events that happened during the research where all the characters that were in her trial, in her murder trial, have come back into John's and my life, the descendants, anywhere from the attorney, the judge, the district attorney, and the people, the sheriff, all the descendants of these people have come back, and they have bonded with us. And this is why it's so different, 
And this is why it's really a fascinating book because it's based on all true murders. There are actually three murders, and it all happens in the town of Cold Spring, which is upstate New York. There's several Cold Springs in New York, but this one is upstate New York near Buffalo, New York. And uh, it surrounds Indian Reservation, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just a fascinating book. It's never been done before, and there's a lot of factual information that really is intriguing and really takes the reader not only into the character, but, wow, if this could happen to somebody in real life, which is John and I, what is my life like? Where am I karmic? How am I karmic with my family? Could I be the reincarnation of somebody in my family? So it's really interesting because, as you know, Michael, you're in the metaphysical uh, realm. Um, We do reincarnate within our family, our friends, and our community. So that's why it's so fascinating because it takes you from book one to the end of the book to where it's actually legitimately and factually resolved in this lifetime. And so, you know, we, we've ended the murders, we've ended the karma, and we've resolved it. So the third book is even going to be more fascinating than book one and book two. So it's going to be an interesting read. And they can get it all up on Amazon.com. So we're excited about that. Oh, good. I'm, I'm looking forward to getting them myself then. It's like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, we're going to have to send you a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. I'll add it to my collection and, and, and definitely read it because it is interesting um, to know that. Has either one of you done a past life regression? I have with some of my clients. I teach meditation also, and I do do past life regression with my clients when I have worked with them enough to where they are fully relaxed, they are fully into what it is that they know they're going to be venturing into. A lot of people are a little bit afraid of uh, past life regression because they think they're going to lose control or they don't know exactly what's going to happen. So they are the ones that stop themselves from just letting themselves go to see what their past incarnation could be. So I do work with people, but I work with people, you know, and I kind of work with them at their pace. And then when they're ready, that's when I take them back. And I've had nothing but success with it. So, you know, it's fascinating to really discover who and what you may have or not may have been in prior lifetimes. And the karma that you've accumulated over those lifetimes with your family, with your friends, and with your community. And this is what Cold Spring is about. It's to show you're not just karmic with family and friends, but also with your community. And that's why it's so intriguing, and that's why it's so different. And everyone who's read the books have raved about it. But like we said, we're self-published. So, you know, it takes a little while to get it all out there, but it's going, and it's selling out. I mean, it's sold out. So we're real excited about it. Hopefully maybe it will make the big screen. (laughs) Oh, I can't see why not. Definitely can't see why not, why it wouldn't. Right, Absolutely. Yeah, it does have a lot of the elements. Yeah. But our work with, um, you know, homicide is interesting because now I found out why I've worked in homicide and missing children for all the years, 30 years that I have been. Because there's really no money in it. You don't do it for the money. You do it for 
you know, have, being able to help. And you have to have a certain personality to be able to do it. So for years I've wondered, why am I doing this? It's dangerous. I have been stalked. My home's been broken into. People don't realize that when a medium works in this field, you know, you're really not protected. You know, it's not like I'm a policewoman or it's not like I'm a detective and I can protect myself. So being a single mom that I was for years in the early 80s when my son was very young, you know, I opened myself up to a lot of um, danger and I still continue to do it. So I always wondered, why am I doing this? You know, I mean, it was almost like an obsession for me. Then I discovered through the research with John that now I know why I did it, because I was murdered three times in the past in the town of Cold Spring. And And now I've come back into this lifetime, and it's being resolved. So it's been resolved. So that's the third book, and that's another intriguing little, you know, link to our story. So, right. and, and people who know who have self-published, you don't really make any money on self-publishing unless it's, you know, a bestseller, and we're not at that point yet. So we put a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of passion and a lot of money into what it is that we believe in. So we we do what it is that we believe, and and that's why, you know, we started it out in the Ice Age, to give people an, an idea of how far back it can go and and the the karmic resolution is the end is the end result so you know there you go cool you were going to say something john uh yeah you know what uh what sherry remind me of something what was really very cool about the research that we did for the book is we we're actually able to use our psychic talents to find information that people said was absolutely impossible to find so I'll, I'll give you a great example. Uh, we needed the trial transcript. This was a trial back in 1935. And uh, as far as we knew, it didn't exist. Well, we tuned in and told the attorney who was trying to find it. He said, uh, it's, in York, it's in Rochester, New York. He goes, oh, impossible. Impossible. It can be in Rochester, New York. And, of course, that's he went to Albany, which is the capital, and guess where they found it? They found it in an underground vault in Rochester, New York, where it had been stored for 65 years at the time. Wow. So that, that was the other cool part about it is, is we were, yeah, people were floored, Michael. They were floored at the, uh, when you see the book, you'll understand. You'll see the pictures and you'll see the detail and, and everything else, and it's just really, really excellent. We're very excited to be, to talk about it, any chance we get, so we really appreciate that. Yeah, I know, um, let me pull this up here real quick. I want to get her name right. Cindy asked me if you guys were able to talk about your book and all. I said, oh, definitely. Yeah, also, I do have some meditation CDs, too, that they can get up on Amazon.com. I love teaching meditation. In fact, I'm I'm getting ready to maybe think about doing something with children because I feel the children are so creative and they're so in tune. And society is really the ones who you know, kind of create a situation where, well, don't do this and don't do that. And it doesn't allow children, maybe more so now than it did when John and I were growing up, but, you know, we were always kind of pushed away from using a God-given talent that God gave you to be able to have instinct 
and to be able to have insight. And, you know, it's always been another passion of mine to help children to learn to be able to take what gifts they have psychically or spiritually, whatever you want to call it, and be able to advance with it and to allow themselves to be free, to allow themselves to go beyond what the norm teaches. And I think it's important for children to understand that it is a God-given gift. Everybody has psychic ability, but then again, there's the Picassos and the Mozarts of the psychic realm, just like there are of, you know, math or uh, celebrity status, acting, uh, musicians, you know. So I think that people are starting to realize now that, yes, everybody has psychic ability, but nobody's really learned how to tap into it. And this is, again, what John and I teach. We teach people symbology, how to interpret your dreams, you know, how to accept if you are able to see spirit, not to be afraid of it, to go with it. And if your children, like my son, started seeing things when he was a year and a half old, he was talking to his dead grandfather in his crib at a year and a half old. And, you know, where we, when we grew up, we're always, well, don't do that. Well, you know, don't tune into that. I'm, I'm hoping and I, and I do see more help from parents that are allowing their children to come out with the gifts that they were born with. And I think that's an important thing for people to realize is that everybody does have it, but there are sometimes children especially who just have it and go with it and they're, they're kept from evolving with it because of maybe a religious belief. And this has nothing to do with religion. I'm very religious. So is John. And, you know, people think that because you're psychic or because you're into another realm that you're not religious, and that's not true at all. In fact, usually people that are like myself, John, or you, are very religious, and people have kind of a conflict with what is spirituality, and they don't really understand it. So this is another reason that John and I teach. And, of course, Reiki, as everyone knows, is the way Christ heals. You know, so, you know, there's many facets to the metaphysical realm, and not a lot of people understand that. They get confused over what really metaphysics is. And so I think it's important for people that are in our profession to teach and to take what we've learned and to pass it on to other people. And I feel that a good teacher is one that teaches her students or his students everything they know and then let them one day fly out of the nest and teach others. And that's how it's passed on. And that's what our ancestors did from, the very, from day one. You know, they passed on knowledge through their tribe or through their clan. You know, it was verbal, but you know, it was passed on. So I think a lot of that we've lost, and a lot of that is what we need to come back to. And I think it's an important issue for people to really realize that we are losing a lot of the old ways, and in learning especially. So I'm really thrilled that people are now really interested in metaphysics, and they want to search, and they want to understand who their spirit guides are or their angels. You know, and not everybody knows how to contact. So, you know, meditation is the first step that I tell people that you really have to 
kind of grasp. Once you learn how to meditate and you can leave your body and let yourself go and trust, you know, trust in your higher self, then you can have creative visualization. And from creative visualization, you can have manifestation because manifestation is very hot right now. Ever since The Secret came out, you know, that did open up the door to allow people to kind of have a feeling of, wow, you know, I can manifest what I want in life. Yes, you can, but you you have to know how, and it begins with meditation. So I think that's an important thing for people to really realize. People think that meditation is just, you know, kind of sitting back and, you know, just letting yourself go, and there's more to it than that. It's the first step to manifesting what you want in life. And um, I've been manifesting things since 1982 that I can remember. I'm sure I manifested many things before that. But, you know, it's important to have knowledge. And knowledge is wisdom. And wisdom is strength. So I think if people follow that, they're going to find their heart's desire. In fact, John does a heart's desire in numerology. John, you can explain a little bit about that. Right. Uh, well, actually, kind of segues into, Michael, we did want to talk about uh, kind of um, a little bit of world predictions. Would this be a good time to do that? Sure, because I know there's Great. been a lot of energy shifts taking place right now, and it's got uh, a lot goes, of people well, confused. Yeah, yeah, numerically, there is a lot going on. Uh, but the, you had to uh, finish up for Sherry and the Heart's Desire. The Heart's Desire number is actually the soul's urge. And this is that uh, this number is computed by adding up the value of all the uh, vowels in your name, and this tells you what it is that if you can accomplish or uh, this act or this feat uh, every time you do, it will group, it, it brings the soul and the the physical person a, a great pleasure, and so that's what this, the the heart's desire is. But as far as uh, numerically this year. Uh, we're in a very interesting uh, position, and we're already seeing. Uh, Sherry uh, posted uh, her predictions, and in it uh, discussed the numerology already there. Uh, we're in uh, 2011, and that 11 is a master number. And uh, the total of the year is a four. Four is the number of Earth. So we know automatically now that uh, what's going to happen this year is the natural disasters that we had last year will probably continue through this year, have already done so. Uh, it, everything's going to be about the earth, uh, everything that is natural. That 11 is a master number, and it's a very hard number to control. It walks on the edge of greatness and destruction, and we never know what the 11's going to do. People who vibrate around 11s as children have a tough childhood. Uh, because they teeter on that edge. So it looks like, I, uh, Michael, that this year uh, a lot of us uh, are going to be looking at some uh, lessons, important lessons that need to be learned. Uh, and uh, where the world in general is going to also, because there's that four involved, and we're seeing it now in the Middle East. We're seeing this in uh, Egypt uh, in, in those surrounding countries where power shifts and, and maybe a chance for democracy, we don't know. But see, that's the 11. They're teetering right now. They're teetering in between chaos and, and you know, and, and organization. 
are they going to be going back into dictatorship as a result or military dictatorship or will they get the democracy they so strongly desire it's up to them of course that's this year that's that four and that 11 is really important all of us are more psychic this year that 11 we this entire world we vibrate so those who have, of us who have a good deal of psychic ability will enjoy a little bit more as a result and so that's what's really cool about this year. It began in January, we'll end in December, and we'll see where it takes us. But I think that gives us a, a roadmap. The other thing, too, Michael, is that it's interesting because John reminded me that about a month ago I posted on an online magazine, LASThePlace.com, my world predictions for 2011-2012. One of the things that I did predict was more crisis in the Middle East. And like I said, this is about a month ago. And then all of a sudden we're having all this crisis in the Middle East. And, you know, I also, because I do world predictions, I do earthquakes, I do volcanic, you know, eruptions and so on and so forth, as well as I do stock market and I do, you know, businesses because I read corporations. And when my guides show me this stuff, I see like watching television. I don't do cards, but, you know, my guides show me like watching TV and I see in symbology and so on and so forth. So when I tune in to world predictions, you know, I said several years ago that the price of gold was going to hit over $1,500 an ounce, and, of course, it surpassed that, and that silver was next. But I also said water was going to be the next gold. And I've also said that in the next five years, people are not going to really be able to buy a home, that if they want to buy something, they should buy now because the prices are down and they're going to continue to go down through 2011, 2012. Our whole country is on, I mean, we're on a path that is leading to nowhere. We're on a path in this country that if we don't take our country back and we don't watch what is doing in Washington, unfortunately, we're going to be in deep do because we're losing a lot of our freedoms. And I've been trying to tell people this for 10 years. You know, in 1996, I made predictions that I said around the year 2000 that the, the stock market was going to go up and, and then it was going to go down. And then I said, while it was down, the real estate market was going to hit an all-time high. And I said, people were going to be throwing houses around and making money like it was gold. Then I said, all of a sudden, out of the blue, the real estate market was going to plummet to the point where you couldn't give a house away. And I said, our health care system was never going to be the same. Our government was never going to be the same. I said, corporations were going to belly up. And I also said that the banks were going to belly up. And I said our whole system in our country was going to start to change. Well, of course, back then nobody could see it. Well, now we can see it. And what I'm saying now for the future is that, you know, 2011, like John was saying, you know, the four is security and stability. And this is what everybody's looking for right now. They're looking for security. They're looking for stability. You know, they're looking to hang on to not only what they've had, but they also want the American dream, and so does the rest of the world. And this is what's happening over in Egypt. Everybody wants to have a piece of the uh, apple pie. They don't want to live the way they've lived before. 
And this is creating chaos. People don't know what to do. They're very frightened. And, and if they don't know the future, they're afraid of what the future might hold. So this is why prophecy right now is so rampant. This is why it's so important for people to try and get a psychic vision of what not only their life is going to hold, but, you know, their family and, and, their, and their businesses and so on and so forth. So we have a lot of things happening in 2011. And one thing I want to say about 2012, everybody's worried about are we going to be blown up. No, we're not going to be blown up. In 1987, when I was doing a channeling session in front of probably about 200 people, I said that in 2012, and I said between December and July of 2012, that there was going to be a UFO over every capital, over every city around the world. And I thought it was silly at the time because I'd never heard of the Mayan Indians or the Mayan predictions at that time. And I thought, oh, yeah, okay, so an alien's going to be over every capital, over every city. Well, guess what? Over the last two years, there's been more sightings. In fact, I just heard a few months ago that, that President Obama uh, hired someone through the U.N. to be the official greeter of our alien ancestors. So that's very interesting. So, you know, we're kind of moving into that realm. And what the Mayans were saying, as far as I'm concerned, was that we are going to face a new world order. Our life is not going to be the way it was. And the reason they're coming down is not to take over, not to, you know, put us in a bad situation. They're coming down to help us to live in peace. They're, they're trying to help us not to blow up our own world. And so it depends on how people look at it. Is it scary? Sure it is. We don't know what aliens look like. They could look like us. You know, and but people are afraid of what they don't understand. So, you know, we have a lot of things. We're living in a great age right now. But I always tell people we're going from the horse and buggy to the moon in one swell swoop in 2012. And, you know, do I know that my prediction is going to be true? No, because nobody can picture aliens coming down in spaceships. But there have been more sightings. There was just one I saw on... Uh, on the news today where there was a big sighting in Utah. So, you know, I mean, we just have to kind of be open-minded and we have to be positive. But I also believe in world consciousness. And if the world and people in the world, instead of fighting, instead of battling against one another, they would embrace one another, live together, together and try to help each other out, we wouldn't have as many earthquakes as we're having. We wouldn't have as many uh, volcanic eruptions. But, you know, our world has a lot to learn. And it's us that are in the metaphysical realm and understand karma and incarnations and how the cycles repeat themselves generation after generation after generation going back millions of years. Because John and I both study the history of man and the history of ancient religions. So, you know, we're not just talking through our hats. You know, we're talking through 30 years and actually 70 years between John and I of experience and knowledge and learning and wisdom. So, you know, I think that people really need to take a look at how they're living their lives and what they're doing to help make their world, their country, their city, their street, their family a better place 
to to be in. And if we all do that, I think we'll, we can all live in harmony and peace and learn love instead of, you know, destruction. And I feel very, very strong about that. In fact, I'm glad I had a chance to air that because I don't have a chance to tell that to too many people, you know. So, you know, that's my look. That's my outlook on it. What's yours, Michael? Um, I believe that they, the aliens all know more about what's going on. Everyone's like, what's the big picture? And a couple of years ago, I was writing, and it didn't make any sense to me. And when I put it all together, I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. But it's like aliens, uh, you know, they travel interdimensionally. Uh-huh. And they understand what's going on uh, in a physical realm. And they're actually here to help us because we're going to be ascended beings in a physical body. Exactly. And they're, and they're coming here to help us with that process. Yeah. Yeah, and next year is 2012. We add the digits in that, and we come up with a five, Michael. And that five is all about leadership through and communication. And, and change. This is, and change through communication. And right. it is the perfect year for it to occur. Couldn't happen in a better year. Uh, what they will come and communicate, I cannot say, but it is a perfect year for them to come. Yeah, and it's going to, um, you know, shake the world religions because they're going to be like, uh, okay, uh, this, yeah. <laughs> right. this is not what we've been teaching for, you know, thousands yes. of years. Oops. <laughs> well, yeah. I remember when I was seven years old, I told my priest um, that we were related to the ape. And, I mean, I'm 63, so that was a long time ago. And I was chastised for that. I mean, I was like thoroughly scolded, and, and I was forced to apologize to the priest at that time for making a statement like that. But I think back now, I was seven years old. What do I? What did I know at seven years old about being related to the ape? Well, now we know that we're ninety-eight point six percent related to the ape. There you go. So my feeling is that. You know, we also get our psychic ability and our spirituality from ETs, whatever those ETs look like. And I think that's what we are meant to come back into this lifetime to finally evolve into, back into, to become what it is that we were meant to be from day one. You know, but when they came down here and started a colony millions of years ago, you know, they had to take what was living on this planet to start a colony, and the only thing that walked upright was the ape. It makes sense to me. You know, in fact, it makes a total sense. So we have evolved over millions of years. You know, we have a wolf named Raven, and he's 97% Canadian wolf, and he's gorgeous. People wonder, because he sits and he heals and he, you know, they think, well, how can he be domesticated? Well, he thinks he's a dog. So I'm using that as an analogy because it depends on how you're raised. It depends on what knowledge you're given. You know, so if a wolf can do that, and look at all the animals, look at all the little pets that everybody has that are descendants from the wolf. I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, it doesn't take a lot of brilliance to kind of figure it out. You know, we're all in the food chain. We're all in the circle. One thing helps the other in this circle of life, and that's why they call it the circle of life. And that's why one is symbiotic, 
with the other. You know, so if people really take the time to look at this and think about it, it does make sense. But, see, people are too busy today. They're too busy on the Internet. They're too busy fighting over whose tree root is on their property, you know, when they have a property line. Yep. You know, and they get upset because somebody, the leaf of somebody's tree is hanging over their fence. You know, everybody's so bogged down today with nitty-gritty bullshit that they don't take the time to look at the beautiful things in life. They don't take the time to enjoy what they do have. You know, they, a lot of people live in fear, and we, we don't have to live in fear. We can live in harmony. And that's what I feel metaphysics and spirituality really is meant to be all about anyway, is to live in harmony, to live together and help one another. I mean, whatever happened to neighbors helping each other? Nobody knows, especially in Los Angeles, nobody even knows their neighbors. Nobody wants to know their neighbors. You know, and that's sad. I think that we really have lost sight of who and what it is that we are. And I think these ETs, our ancestors, are coming back to help us get back to what it is we're supposed to be doing. So that's just my philosophy. <laughs> Not everybody's going to agree with it, but then I don't expect them to anyway. John, that's the fun think? part about having an opinion, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so... Um, Michael, did you have any other things that you wanted us to talk about, or did you want to do any phone calls? You know, uh, with, let's take um, a couple of calls, and then we can continue our, our conversation a little bit more. Okay. okay, great. Okay. Did you want to go ahead? Did you yeah. want us to just wait, or what? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and bring them in. Yeah, we can all talk on the same time, and um, we'll go ahead and take it from there. Okay, and John, also, if you want to... Do you want to do anything with their numbers or no? no well, I, I, I don't. You mean over the phone? Yeah. Uh, that's kind of hard to do. We'll see how that works. Yeah, okay. Well, let me tune in. Okay. okay. Or whatever. Area code 613, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, Aaron. your name? My name is Aaron. Hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm great. Good. I'm so pleased to be able to have the chance to get a reading from you. Good, good. Well, Aaron, what I'm going to do is I see like watching television, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to tune in for a few minutes and see where the guides are going to start. The first thing that I'm getting is my guides are showing me it looks like you've been going through or having some problems with a man around you. I'm seeing this man, and I'm not sure if this is a family member yet or if this is someone that you're involved with romantically, but I'm seeing him very upset, and I'm seeing him going through a lot of loss. It looks like he is angry, and I'm seeing him very frustrated, like he's kind of pacing back and forth, like he's not too sure what direction he's going to go in. Um, he's looking at losing a lot. I mean, he's had nothing but losses, or he's going to have nothing but losses coming up. It looks like he's just very upset and frustrated. And I'm also seeing him really looking more at the past today than I am seeing him looking at the future because he's not sure what the future holds. And I do get an initial J around him. Now, the J could be the first initial of a name, but not always. It could be January, June, or July. Um, that could be timing for him. The J can also result in be job 
or he's worried about what his future is going to be regarding his career. And then um, the guys are also showing me a black five, which shows he's been going through a lot of changes, but it's been negative for him. It's not been good. Do you think you might know who this is? Yes, it might be my son. What is your son's name? Jason. Jason. So there's your J. Um, Yeah, the guys are showing me that he really doesn't know his future. He's very upset right now. Is he bipolar? No. Okay, because I'm very concerned about his moods. And I'm very concerned also that he's, you know, I see him, Jason, having problems with making friends. But more than that, it doesn't mean that Jason has always had this problem with making friends. I feel like lately he's been in this, this like, hole, you know, like he, he feels like he can't get out of it. He doesn't know any direction. He doesn't know what he wants to do. Is he between late teens and early 20s? No, he's a lot older than that. You know what? He's very immature, isn't he? No. Sorry. He's not? Emotionally no. immature? No. What's Definitely going on not. with him? Mm. He just broke up from a relationship. Oh, that's the loss that I'm seeing around him. So that's why he's depressed, is the fact about his relationship. Let me, what is the girl's name? Uh, it was Leslie. Okay. Um, let me see what I get with Leslie. Um, you know, first of all, I feel that Jason was more into her than she was into him. Is that correct? Uh, no, she wanted a lot more. Oh, she did. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of feel that it might turn. I feel like the, the situation may turn because I'm seeing him being very depressed over her. And I have to be honest with you, um, when I see green over red over black, that's loss of love or loss of a loved one. Sometimes it can mean a physical death, but other times it means, you know, a breakup. And in this situation, it's a breakup. But when I see the colors very vivid, which these are, he's hurting a lot more over her than he's letting, than he's letting on. You know, he's, he's very distraught over this whole situation. Now, I have a son, too, a grown son. Not always do our children tell us exactly what's going on in their head and in their heart. So he may be in denial about how much he really was into her, but I'm seeing her, him really missing her. Otherwise, I would see the colors, you know, kind of pale yellow or pale green or pale red or pale black, but I'm not seeing that. So unless there's someone else in his life, whether it's a family member or a friend or whatever, that he's grieving over, or unless someone has died in his life, I'm seeing the depression being quite severe. He misses his grandmother a lot. The what? He misses his grandmother a lot. She just passed over? Uh, In 2000. But he still has a huge... Yeah, so he's still not healed from that. No. Yeah. Has he had any kind of counseling? No. I really do feel that Jason really could benefit from it. Have you talked to him about this? Uh, About getting some kind of counseling? No. 
Let me ask you something. Are you worried about him emotionally, or are you worried about his state of mind at this point? No. Okay. Well, that's good. I hope that continues because I'm seeing him really being a lot more down than uh, it represents itself to be. So, you know, I'm hoping that he does move forward and that he does find what he wants in life because I'm seeing him being quite depressed, you know. So are you that concerned over him or it doesn't sound like you really are? No, I'm not, no. Okay, well, that's good. I hope that that continues. Did you have any other questions? Uh, I was wondering about uh, my career. You know, I'm seeing you making a major change, but not right now. I'm seeing more like between March and June. And this is going to be, are you thinking of like a total change? Yes. Yeah, because I'm seeing, um, have you been wanting to start your own business? Yes, I have. Yeah, because that's what I see coming up. And I feel like you're a little bit hesitant as to whether or not you should pursue this line of work. What is it you're thinking of going into? (laughs) During readings. Well, you know what? When you do, what I would, do you see things? Uh, yes, I, I get, mostly I get messages or, or feelings, but I okay, do see. Okay, so you're, uh, a lot of clairsentience, you feel. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. and I get messages. Right. You know, have you studied any of the metaphysical realm or have you, you know, studied anything with spirit guides and so on and so forth? Yes. Okay, that's good because I tell you, knowledge is, is essential. You know, you can never learn too much. I still learn, even after being in this business for 30 mm-hmm. years. I'm constantly learning. So I wish you the best on it. I really feel that um, that this is something that you could do very well with. By the way, have you ever thought of doing any spiritual life coaching? Mm. Working uh, with other people on how to kind of get their life together? I have, yes. Good. I feel that that's something that you would really, really enjoy. And uh, and I wish you the best of luck on it. Good for you. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you for calling. Thank you for your reading. Uh-huh. Okay, Michael, is there anyone else that's online? Oh, yes. Uh, because I know we've only got you off for about another 10 minutes. Did you want to do take... one more and then we'll go back to our conversation? Yeah. Uh, Tom, you're on the air. Hello, how are you? Thanks for taking my call, Michael. You're welcome. How can we help you? I'm wondering if they could give me a romance reading. Okay, and your first name? Tom. Tom. Okay, Tom, let's see. Um, You're speaking with Sherry Mancuso. Let me see what we get with you. Um, I'm not always sure that the guys are going to (laughs) answer your question first. They kind of go on their own and start their own thing. But, um, Tom, one thing I wanted to mention first before we get into the romance is I wanted to ask you, have you had some losses lately? Because the guides are showing me a tree, and a tree symbolically is everything. It's your home, it's your family, it's your money, it's your security and stability. That's why they call it the tree of life. And I'm seeing the tree black. Black is loss or losses but it can also be depression. Have you gone through in the past year, two years, a lot of losses? Yeah, actually, actually I have, yes. Yeah. 
did you have loss of like money and security and stability? <laughs> uh, it's kind of a long story, but I had like a moving company steal like everything I've ever owned. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah because, I lost everything. Yeah. Yeah, honey, I didn't want to like shock you or anything yet, but uh, when I see a black tree, that can sometimes be bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that you actually file bankruptcy, but it can mean total loss. Because the foliage around the tree is your money. The base or trunk of the tree is your security. And the the roots of the tree, that's your stability. If the roots of the tree are not in the ground, which for you, I didn't see it in the ground. I saw it up in the air. So it shows that you're still coming out of it. But the good news is, Tom, is that as we move into the rest of 2011, the guys are showing me that, by the way, they're also showing me just now that you're still hurting over the loss of a loved one. Did you just have a breakup? Um, not not just, but yeah, I'm still uh, hurt. You're now. still healing over yeah. it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it shows. Um, so the guys, what they do when I read, I don't ask people questions when they when they go to me for a reading. I just go, mm-hmm. and my guides always show me what's been going on with you, what's been in your life, and then I go from there. And that's what they're doing right now. They're just showing me where you've been at. Mm-hmm. And they're showing me that you are still hurting over the loss of a loved one, and that could be a relationship. But even though you've had all these negatives, Tom, you are coming into a much better time, and I would say probably not until June or July of 2011. 2011 is going to be a much better year for you, but it's really going to take off in the beginning of 2012. And I would say starting around January of 2012, there is someone coming into your life, but not yet, not now. And, Tom, to be very honest with you, honey, I really am not so sure you're really ready to recognize a new love, even if it, you know, flirted with you in the face, (laughs) you know. Would Mm -hmm. you agree? Uh, Yeah, to an extent, yes, I definitely would, yes. Yeah, See, I think that you the, the timing has to be right. Tom, mm-hmm. you have to get over this past relationship first. And I also feel that you're in the, the, in the discovery stage of discovering who you are. You know, I see you putting a lot of emphasis this year on you, putting a lot of emphasis this year on what you're about, because you're a caregiver, aren't you? You're a nurturer? Yes. You always nurture the relationship more than they nurture you? Right, yes. And you always put more into the relationship than the other person puts into you, right? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Well, that's going to change somewhat. Not completely because you don't really want to change who you are. But I feel that sometimes you can set yourself up to be like a doormat. You know, and I feel that sometimes that you put yourself in a situation where you're kind of attracting the wrong kind of person. And this year, I see you really focusing more on you. Now, there is somebody coming into your life, like I said, that's going to be the person. That's going to be the one. And this is going to be a quality relationship. This is going to be a relationship that you're going to be proud of. And I do feel that, you know, coming into this new relationship is going to be a very long-term relationship. What was the name of your ex? Glory. 
And have have you heard from her lately? No. Okay. Don't be surprised if you hear from her again later on. I think she's been going through her own little demons. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yes, definitely. Yeah, she's got a lot of mental and emotional problems, Tom. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can't solve them. Are you Mr. Fix-It? <laughs> Sometimes, yes. <laughs> okay. I figured that you would. Listen, honey, go up on my website at www.mediumsherry.com and contact me, and maybe we can set up a private session because there's a okay. lot more, that, and we just don't have time on the phone tonight. I understand, and I appreciate you taking the time on me right now. Thank you very much. Okay, honey, you take care and contact me. I will. Nice speaking with you, Sherry. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome, Tom. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Okay, Michael. Well, I guess we don't have a lot of time left, do we? Uh, I've got a few minutes left. I have one person who wants to ask you one quick question, if you don't mind. Okay. Go ahead. Hi, Ann. Go ahead. Hi, Sherry. Oh, Michael was so kind enough to fit me in. Oh, hi, Ann. How are you? Oh, fine, Sherry. Fine. Um, Could you just tell me really quick about my relationship? I just reconnected with somebody, so if you could just tell me about mine. You know what? Yeah, I can, as a matter of fact. I have a feeling that this relationship that you had years ago, is that the case? Uh, This past year, yes. We reconnected again. Yeah, but you knew knew this person years ago? No, uh uh-uh. Oh, we've just, known each other. We knew we've known each other for two years, okay. but we only met like a year ago and went out, kind of like broke up and then reconnected again. I and then I started seeing signs, you know, those signs that you see, and I'm a little psychic myself. And then we reconnected again, and just kind of want to see what you think. Well, you know what? What are, the reason I was asking you if there was someone from years ago is it could be a couple of things that's happening with you. Number one, you're attracting people from the past, and you're going to. I also Uh feel there's somebody that you haven't seen in a long time that's also going to be reconnecting with you later on. And Uh as far as this relationship uh, that you just reconnecting, I feel that this person is in a spot right now where they're now ready to really connect and really commit. Mm-hmm. Have That's you seen I, a major change? Because I see one in him. Yes, yes. I just kind of like wrote him a letter and said, you know, I need to know where I fit into your life. And, um, you know, I'm kind of like, you know, putting my boundaries out there and telling him what I need. You know, not like before how it was that I didn't know where I stood because now I need to know where I stand. Yeah, so, but here's the whole thing with him. Don't push him. No. Take it slowly. Okay. Let him okay. be the pursuer. Okay. Let him pursue you. Okay. You know, I know you want to be in a relationship with him, but, uh-huh. and you also have somebody coming from a long time ago that you have not been in contact with, that you have not connected with, that all of a sudden, out of the blue, is going to find you. And I feel that they've been looking for you for a while. And I feel oh, this my. person's been married, divorced, with children. And I oh, feel I all of a sudden he's going to contact you and find you and you're going to reconnect. So I would take it easy with this new person versus let the other one 
come in because I feel that there's something still there that needs to be resolved. Okay. And I do feel that this latest person that you're interested in is more mm-hmm. ready now to connect. But again, I would not push him. I would okay. let him. I would let him be the pursuer. Take it easy with him. I am. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that I feel like a very old connection with him, like a past life with this one here. Yeah. So well, you know, it could be there because I see past, but there's still somebody else, and I want to say like 20 years. I've been dying to say that number. 20 years. (laughs) There's like somebody from the past that's going to contact you. Oh my God! I wish that I would. I don't know if this was a high school sweetheart or college or what. But how Mm. old are you now? Oh my God! I'm in my fifties. All right. Well, you're still younger than I am, so that's young. Uh, Uh, So you were probably around thirty. You know what? I wasn't going out with anybody at that time. I haven't dated. In a long time because I was very, very sick for Honey, many this years. this is somebody that goes back a long time. I want to say at least 20 years. But there's somebody no. there. I don't know who it is. I can't tell you that right now. But you're going to hear all of a sudden out of the blue and you're going to go, oh, my God. Okay. I'll oh, let you, you know. know. But good luck to you on both relationships. <laughs> you know? I will. I will. Right. Let me ask you, do you think that this one here could be the long-term one? If you don't, rush him. Okay. All right. Okay. Let him be the pursuer. Okay. You got it. All right, Thank you you so much. Thank you for fitting me, and I appreciate it. Thank you, Michael, for fitting me in, too. You're welcome, Derek. All right. Thank you. Bye. Can I listen in? Can I listen in, Michael? Yeah, I'll just go ahead and mute you. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Okay, Michael, that was fun. Thank you so much. Well, I have to do this again. I love doing, uh, you know, cold readings over the phone. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'd love to have both of you on here again, and uh, we can, Great. you know, talk more about your books and um, more about. Uh, so I know, you know, so much about the two of you that we've just barely scratched yes. the surface on. Yes, you're absolutely right. To get yes. into a conversation with you about ancient man. Yes, that'll be I interesting. Would, oh, I would love that. Well, when you read the first chapter of the book you'll understand more about who we were 50,000 years ago. And it's quite interesting, quite interesting. And I'd love and to discuss that. Cool. Oh, well, I'll definitely have to uh, uh, make sure that we can arrange that. Cool. And I'll have to get a hold of Cindy then and see what we can um, schedule okay. the two of you. All right. That sounds and great, Michael. And thank you so much. We so enjoyed this. Oh, it's my pleasure. And thank you both of you for being here. And how can people get a hold of you, John? Uh, through Sherry. Okay. www.mediumsherry.com and uh, also the Cold Spring Trilogy.com. Correct. Okay. Great. Okay. Thank you, Michael. You're very welcome. Thank you. Many blessings to both of you, and we'll talk again real soon. Great. All right. Thank you. Good night, John. Good night. Oh, that was. These hours go by so quickly. And hang in there. I have one more hour to go. So you don't have to panic. Say, oh, it's all done with. No, I'm going to be taking a short little break. I have to pay some bills. Unfortunately, you know. We'll be talking. Then I'll be taking some calls. So if you're here and waiting in a queue, just be patient. I'll get to you. I promise. I know. I'll, you know, it's, it's amazing. I know I'm talking again. 
I have people calling in at least 15 minutes before the show starts. So there are times I've already got like seven, eight people already waiting in the queue. And I leave it up to my guests. When they're ready to take calls, we'll start taking calls. And, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we only get like two or three people to be able to come in there. And that's why when they're only here for an hour, you know, I continue for another hour to do it. Besides, my advertisers say, we want you for two hours. So I have to do the two hours. And um, we have to pay the bills because it costs me $250 a month for Blog Talk Radio now. But, you know, it gives us, uh, you know, three-hour shows. Can do actual, I can actually manage to do two shows a day. And we have all these people that come in. And it's part of the mission to go out there that I've been called upon to get the word out to as many people as possible. And the universe will help take care of everything. But we need your help also. If you love the guests we've had on here, you'll love the idea of being able to help out with so much. Um, on the profile page on Blog Talk Radio, you see they help us with a donation. Click, click on that and make a donation to us. Uh, we are a nonprofit, so um, you know we also have the websites going on. We're streaming. We're going to be starting to stream video. I've had some technical problems the last two days. These energy waves are creating chaos here. Um, so I got my crystals at my shop that I need to bring here to help me with this. But, you know, every little bit does help. And if you want to go to the website also, uh, bethelikechapel.com, scroll down to the lower left-hand side, you'll see two links. You can either do a one-time, whatever dollar amount you want for a donation, or you can do a monthly donation where it will be recurring for six months to have it set up. And um, we have certain dollar amounts on there. Every little bit does help. Everyone who does make a donation, I am a Reiki master. I am also attuned to money Reiki. So what I do is I bless that money, and I also bless the person who's made that donation so the money can be returned to you with lots of gratitude and grace, and that the universe helps uh, repay it back to you, you know, tenfold. So now that I've got that done, I have to go to my commercial, and we'll be right back in just a moment, everyone. Bubba here to talk to you about Bid66.com. It's fun, it's easy, and if you sign up right now at Bid66.com, you get 10 free bids. How about an Apple iPad, an Xbox? I bought mine for $30 at Bid66.com. Pirate tickets, gift cards, get your kicks from Bid66.com. Plus, free shipping straight from the factory. Where else can you get that? Nowhere. Go to Bid66.com. Dot com right now.
Uh, I'm looking forward to getting a copy of that book, too, so then I go ahead and read it. And um, speaking of books, you know, it's wonderful being a, you know, a radio host and wanting to interview people and have them on a show because you receive goodies. And, uh, you know, I've had PMH Atwater send me some books and some big books, too, uh, from when I had her on the show. And I have to get her back on again, too. She's a wonderful person. Uh, but in April, uh, that's how far out I'm being. I'm booking people now. I have Margaret Ann Lembo, L-E-M-B-O, who is an author. And because um, I'm, I'm looking real quick and all because I've got the book in front of me. But I have a gallery copy where this is still like being proofed and it's kind of interesting because it's not coming out until April and I have the hard physical copy in front of me. You're going to all going to love this book and I can't wait to finish reading it. Um, just got it today and started reading it, skimming through and all it's chakra awakening, transform your reality using crystals, color, aromatherapy, and the power of positive thought. She's going to be a phenomenal person to have on here. And the book's going to come out in April. And she's going to be on in, uh, I believe it's April 5th, I'm going to have her on talking about the book. So it's going to be interesting because between now and then I'm going to have lots of interesting questions to ask. And um, But it's, it's fun. Um, from what I can see, her published date is April of 2011. It's going to be around 1995 U.S. dollars, 2295 candidates, 288 pages. And it's a six by nine book. So um it's from Llewellyn Publications. So it's gonna be uh very um you know, Louis looked at it and goes, This is a proof book. I said, Uh huh. They consider it the gallery copy. So looking forward to reading it and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and share a little bit with you every once in a while and make you want to definitely tune in for when I have her on here. So, and I'm getting a lot of other books. So I've got some e-books that I'm go, trying to go through and it's keeping me busy. So that's why also visit my website where you said people who love me vote for us. Intuit business is um, doing a promo once a month. They're doing um, for a hiring grants for like $25,000 and they pick a winner each month. So you need to vote for us. Just go there, fill out the info real quick. Put a you know a little description about why you like about us the whole bit, and what we're going to do is um, it'll help us to be able to hire people, and maybe one per second hire can help me read the books and come up with a bunch of questions because I am being inundated and Louis's like how are you going to read all this? I said I don't know, I'm just going to have to be taking you know no dose and and not sleeping much so I can read them, but um, that's one way to help us out also because uh, the money will go for a good cause and helping us to hire. Uh, some staff to help us with uh, appointment takings and with the church and more with the radio shows. And because um, then in th- every three months they do another one for like another, I think, 50000 on top of that. So going up to, I believe, like $75,000. But we can't do it without your help. So you got to go there and vote for us. And we really appreciate that. Hello, um, North American Psychic Paranormal Network. Sorry I'm not on video tonight. Having computer problems. And at least I'm on the air tonight. Um, I was doing a guest spot earlier, and I couldn't call him with Skype for whatever reason. Skype last night quit on me. My headset went out. So I tried calling in today for the show on my cell phone, and that died on me. Lost the signal. I have no idea why. Couldn't get back into the show. So I'm like, okay, technology is not working for me lately. Go ahead and go work for the video tonight, and it wasn't wanting to do anything either. It was locking up, and I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm not supposed to do it today, so 
but as soon as I, hopefully tomorrow night, Sunday night, I'm hoping to get that back on there. Speaking of Sunday night, I know I'm talking fast because I want to get some of the callers who have been patiently waiting. Tari Alla from America's Psychic Challenge is going to be here for one hour. So as soon as y'all can call in, you need to call in. Because the lines, I mean, I, I check out like 15 minutes ahead of time, I think is when you can call in. And I've already got like people waiting in queue to call in and talk. So uh, again, I'm going to leave it up to her when she's ready to take calls. We're going to be taking some callers. We're going to be talking about the Chinese New Year. So if anyone's Chinese out there, you celebrate the Chinese New Year. Happy New Year, Year of the Rabbit. Uh, I was born in the year of the rabbit, 1963, so it's going to be a wonderful, interesting year for me. I don't know if I'm the water rabbit or wood rabbit or not, but I think I'm a combination of things. But we'll find out when she's here. So it's going to be rather interesting. Here we go, 928, you're on the air. Hi. This Hi, how are you really tonight? I'm I'm finding it very fun. You're very delightful to listen to. Well, thank you. How can I help you tonight? I would like to know. I've been my body has been just starting to shake for no reason for like four hours at a time, and I seem to feel earthquakes or volcanoes all over the world. I don't know what's going on. Is this? And, and I'm anxious. Like something really good is going to happen. It's already beginning for you, dear. You're waking up. You're finally well, you're, been, you're finally awakening. I've been awakening for 25 years. Yeah. You're tuning in more with uh, with uh, with nature, which is why you're able to go ahead and feel that. Um, uh-huh. And even greater things are going to be happening for you. I I feel when uh, tropical storms are developing, like a month ahead of time. Yeah. So, um, you know, I can feel those. So a lot of us feel differently, and you're you're more in tune with, um, with the earth, which is why you feel the earthquakes before they happen. Yeah. So and you're going to be feeling a lot, a lot more changes taking place, and you're going to become a lot more sensitive by the summertime. No, I'm not so sure that's good. <laughs> oh, it won't be. It won't be too bad. Uh, you know, you're going to learn how to go ahead and be able to help uh warn people about um you know if you you're gonna be having an idea of where they're gonna be happening at. Okay. Because that's what I don't know right now. Yeah, and that's where I'm picking up. You're gonna be able to pinpoint just about the area where they're gonna happen at. So you'll be able to go ahead and post and people will start being like, Oh, she knows when an earthquake's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And um so they're gonna be able to go ahead and help people that way. Oh good. So um, am I staying where I'm at, or do I move where I think I'm going to move? I'm going to be staying where you're at for a while. For like a year? Or for uh, a month? Uh, I'm getting about a year, a little over a year. Darn. <laughs> it's not ready for you yet to move. I've been packed for four years. <laughs> Got to hang in there a little bit longer than you'll be ready to. Is there anything that that the guides want me to know? I keep getting, um, have you been doing any meditations at all? Yeah. How regularly do you do them? Um, Off and on all day long. 
Okay. So I'm getting you need to do um, like a longer one during the day because you're doing short ones. Yeah. Okay. okay. You need to do longer ones to focus a little bit more. Okay. Because you get right to the point, they're ready to give you some messages, and then you stop your meditation. Yeah, that could be. Great. Well, thank you. You're very welcome, and let me know how everything works out for you. Okay, I'll keep listening. Thank yeah, you very much. You're welcome. Have a Love. great night. Thanks. Love and light. Love and light. Yeah, I feel, um, and I get people too every, usually April, May, when Hurricane Preserve. Uh, getting ready to do their hurricane predictions. Um, they'll people email me. What do you see for the hurricanes this year? What are your numbers? And my numbers have been um, pretty well. And um, usually a month ahead of time, if I pick up that it's going to be one hitting the United States, I go ahead and I post online, and of course, and I'll be on the radio show, and uh, you know where they're going to be going to and what I'm feeling. And I predicted Katrina, Rita, Wilma, and um, Charlie when they all happened and I knew a month ahead of time and I was like, Oh, we're going to have a, you know, a strong cat five and it's going to be coming this way and it's going to be doing this. And, um, people are like, yeah, okay. And then they're like, Oh, wait a minute. And, um, uh, for, you know, her, uh, for, uh, Katrina and Rita, I knew exactly where they were going to be heading towards, um, in the general ballpark area. And, um, you know, I have some people that when they saw what I did with Katrina uh, when Rita came and I said it was going to be at the Texas-Louisiana line, they were like, oh, I'm out of here. And uh, and uh, so people that were listening to me that are in that area, and they're like, hmm, you know, Michael's saying it's that area. It's like, I- I'm heading out of here. And when they kept saying, you know, South Texas and all, they're like, no. I'm going to trust what Michael's saying. And it went towards that area, and I actually got an email from someone that said that if it wasn't, for, if they had not listened to me and left when they did, they would have, they probably would have been dead because uh, they lived right on the bayou and the floodwaters rose, and they said they came back and they had no more house. It was completely gone. They said, but it, it changed so quickly that even some of their neighbors and that they had decided uh, to try to leave at the last minute. And she goes, what she would have done anyways, being, eh, you know, no big deal. You know, these things turn. And she says, um, you know, some of them didn't make it at all. And she just wanted to thank me for uh, posting that. So a lot of people tune in differently. And that's the one way that I can um, tune into them uh, for the natural uh, storms and all. And that's what I do when somebody asked me about snowstorms before they all started a while back. And I said, you know, they're talking, it was one particular storm. I said, you know, they're talking inches, and I'm seeing feet of snow. And we're well into, after all these storms, and I'm seeing a couple of more storms coming, uh, where, again, we're talking, you know, two feet of snow, three feet of snow. And I know everyone's like, oh, please, no, please let Michael be wrong. And it's like, I'm seeing a couple more um February, March, we've got at least about three more, four more blizzards that are going to be coming in where they're going to be looking at, you know, three feet, four feet of snow. Um, it, it's just phenomenal, um, you know, the weather patterns, how they're shifting. Uh, another typhoon's going to be hitting um, Australia also. And uh, keep praying and sending out hailing energies for them because they're going to definitely be needing it. So if you're listening to me and, and you're in Australia, trying 
trying to send out the healing energies for you because you all are dealing with so much flooding and all. And uh, you know, but we're sending out the healing energies to uh, to help protect you. Just listen to your local authorities, no matter where you're at, when they're telling you to stay in or take shelter. Listen to them. They know what's coming up. They have a better grasp on things. But just know that it's like, okay, Michael was warning about this. I'm going to go ahead and take precaution. This has got to be the one. So, um, you know, a lot of times we pick them up. And, you know, a lot of times I, I, you know, I got nervous down here in Florida. I'm like, you know, I'm going to take the precautions. You know, I live in a travel trailer, and it's kind of hard to find a place at the last minute when it's storm barreling down on you. And I don't want to put myself in jeopardy. So whenever a storm comes by, I said, and I'm going to be fine, but just to be safe, because no one, you know, never know if anyone is not 100% accurate on them. So I'd still go ahead and take the precautions and, and evacuate and come back, and it's like, oh, eh, no problem. You know, and people are like, oh, you're still evacuating? I said, I always take the precautions. It's better to be safe than it is to be sorry. So, and that's what I tell everyone, you know, take the, uh, the heed, the warnings. You know, stay warm, stay off the roads, and uh, just continue trying to be safe. And um, you know, you'll you'll do fine. Hello, Emery, Beth, Chicky. Nice to have you in the chat room again. Clarity, Aaron. Hello, guests. You can sign up for an account on Blog Talk Radio. It's free. You can join in the chat room, or you can go to NAPPN.net. Join in the chat room there. A lot of fun in that chat room. Hello, Heartsong, Iron Maiden, Lorraine, Mustang Sally, Nicole, Ocean, RT, Woman's Creation. Nice to have you back here with us. Just had to do a quick shout-out to some of the people in the chat room. I do that once in a while. People are like, oh, he talks to the chat room. It's like, well, got to have it interactive. Speaking of interactive, let me take another caller here. Area code 520, you're on the air. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, you're welcome. How can I help my, you? Well, my name is Christina, and I'm really conflicted. Um, I felt like I needed to get my power back from a certain person in my life. Um, he, I, I just feel like there was some honesty that was lacking from that whole um I mean, he wasn't telling me the truth, and I was just wondering if you could give me some clarification to help me ease my decision and being firm that I, until he was straight up with me, I didn't want to hear from him again. His name is Jerry, and I just feel like he was withholding a lot of information from me and wasn't being true. Yeah, and, and he won't change. So you, you definitely did the right thing. You deserve a lot better. Um, he's. You're wondering if he was cheating on you. No, I knew about the, that relationship, but um, I felt like he had some financial. I know that there's some financial situation, but he didn't tell. He's not telling me about that, and there's some addiction that he's denying about, and I feel like he was trying to manipulate me because of that financial situation he has undergoing because I have my own place and I'm pretty much back on my feet so to speak and I just want to be prepared if that's the direction he was going to come at me with because I was told that he's serious that he might lose his house 
Oh yeah, he's um, he's got some heavily heavy addictions, and that's causing the financial problems for him. Uh, lots of things he's been hiding from you, like you know, like I was going to get at about you know the uh, the affairs and and cheating on you, and you said you already knew about that. Uh, we can't think about that, and then there's a person that was living with him, and I know I already knew about all that, and totally she was going to be moving out, but you know there because of the very simple fact because he needs money. But I just want to make sure that I made the right decision because I feel like he's lying to me, and I don't. I'm not going to be used in my house either. No. Yeah, like I said, you made the right decision. He's going to continue lying to you. He's he's very manipulative. And he's been uh, trying to use a few other people, too. So I'm not the only one? Oh, no. No. Definitely not the only one. You're the only one who's finally took a stand and said, see ya. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, his addictions is going to get him into trouble, and I told him that. And I don't want yeah. it around me or my son. And I finally no. feel like, is it true that when there's somebody negative like that, it brings you down because when I was with him, I seemed like my whole life went to hell. Excuse my language. And oh, then yeah. I left the law, him. The law of attraction. Within the six months, I got my own place. I got a new vehicle. My job seemed steady again. I'm like, what happened? When I was with him, everything went to, I don't know what happened. Yeah. It's the law <laughs> so of attraction. Just, you had You had the negativity in your life, and that just brought in more and more. And that's what's going to keep happening with him. He's just going to keep on drawing it in and all. And uh, unfortunately, I mean, he's he's generally is a nice guy, but with the the addictions that he has going on, is totally got him screwed up. Okay. Well, and that's all I needed to know. And we just go on to the blog talk for the donations that you were talking about. Um, on the front of the uh, Blog Talk Radio page, there's you'll see where it says Donate, or you can go on my website, BeTheLightChapel.com, and you'll see a okay. Donate button down there. Who's the, one, who's, the one, who's the one with the baby? I don't know. <laughs> okay, because I was seeing a baby involved in all this, too. Oh, she's probably pregnant. I know that she has two kids and he has two kids. Okay. okay. Yeah, because I was picking up, I was picking up, uh, you know, another kid, uh, you know, a, a baby being um, involved in all this mix too. Oh God! Oh, I told you, I'm so glad I got rid so, of that. Okay. Yep. So yeah, you're definitely doing a lot better. Um, and um, go ahead and and get some smudge, you know, some sage, uh-huh. and burn that, and that's going to help cleanse, keep cleansing around you and all to get rid of the negativity from him. And ask your angels and your guides, say, okay, you got to help me cut the cords from this guy. I totally want everything gone. I don't want his energy around me. And they'll go ahead and help you, and you're going to notice your life changing so much more quickly. Do I do that in my house because he was in my house? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Just go ahead and do that, and, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll feel the energy change. You'll feel so much better in there. Okay. I will do that, and I'll go onto your website. I do okay. really appreciate you following your time, so thank you so much. You're very welcome, dude. Tune in anytime. I have uh, Sunday night, too. I have uh, Toriala from America's Psychic Challenge. will be here. Oh, okay, cool. I will do that. Well, thank you okay. a lot. I appreciate you're your time. Have a good evening. Thank you, dear. Mm, you too. Bye-bye. 
Yeah, unfortunately, drugs in it there get a lot of people, and you know, you draw the negativity and all, and and it just um, because you know you have negative entities, and what are they looking for? They're looking for weak people and people are random. And so what do they do is they find the weak people who are the people under drugs. And they just go there and they're like, ooh, got me a live one here. And they zap everybody in their lives. And somebody has to take a stand and say, nope, I'm done. You're out of here. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, we do our best to help the people who are on the drugs and say, you got to stop. You know, grab that, that line and reel and, uh, you know, try reeling them back in. Say, okay, come on, before you sink. And try to get them away from that. You know, and unfortunately, what a lot of people do is to be like, okay, I'm going to counseling. I'm going to get help. I'm going to go to AA or NA. But they hang around with the same people. You can't do that. Change the environment. Change the situation. Change your life. You can't be like, oh, I'm not going to do the drugs. I'm not going to do the drinking. But I'm going to still hang out with my friends because they're my friends. No, they're not. If they were your friends, they would not go ahead and offer you that drink. They would not go ahead and offer you that hit or that shot or that pill. They'd be like, no, man, you're clean. You're sober. You know, good for you. And you got to stay that way. But what do they turn around? Oh, come on, man, just one time. It ain't going to hurt you. Come on, just have one drink. No one will know. And you're right back where you started from again. That's the idea that I'm talking about. Change the situation. Change the environment. And you're going to change your life for the better. Been there, done that. Although I wasn't the one who was addicted, but I did have someone in my life who was. And changed the environment, and it changed everything. And the whole, and our lives have gotten a whole lot better. So, and you can do the same thing too. And a lot of you are saying, well, you know, I grew up with these people all my life. It's like, what would you rather have? Being clean and sober and a wonderful life? Or one where it's like, man, where am I going to get my next fix? Where am I going to get the next one? And dodging from the police because they're trying to hunt you down. You know, uh, so that's what you have to go ahead and try to realize. And, um, you know, it's never easy, but there are, you know, you've got meetings all over the place. NAAA meetings all over. Go there. You know, they'll they'll go and help you out and uh, get the counseling. You've got phone numbers. You've got internet websites you can go ahead and talk to. It's like, you know, I need someone to talk to. You know, that's what uh, everything's going around um, around for for you to help out. And, uh, you know, I keep telling everyone, change, change it. Change, change, change is our motto. You've got to change everything. And, and seriously, you'll notice a big difference. Erico 941, you're on the air. Hi. How can I help you? Um, I would like a reading. Okay. And what do you need some insight into? Um, I'm having problems with my neighbor, and their kids are very violent, and um, I was wondering how this will go out, um, how this plays out. Um, I haven't called the police yet. They shot a BB through my screen window at me this, tonight. I guess they didn't realize that I would notice, or I don't know what they were thinking. I didn't call the cops. Um, can't find the BB where they shot it out, but I know they did. And um, do you see more violence coming my way? I yeah. don't want it. Yeah, but. no, I don't blame you. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's going to definitely be a lot more. And I was going to ask you if there have been, you know, any, um, you know, any attacks on the house or anything because I'm seeing, you know, more violence going on you. Uh, violence on the house that they're renting. 
because it's uh, the people, the kids that are renting the house, well, the people that are uh, renting the house, their kids, plus the neighbor kids that are doing it, uh, to the house that they're renting. But do you see more violence to me? Yep. Wow. Yeah. yeah they're just, um, they have no respect for anybody. No. And, um, you know, when they shot the BB, they were laughing about it, you know, wondering. It's like, oh, I wonder if she's going to find it. You know, they oh. just think it's all a big joke. Uh-huh. And I didn't call the cops. Um, should I call the cops tomorrow, or do you, will I find the BB in my house? Uh, do you have carpeting? Because I'm seeing, like, carpeting, or it's in, it's, it's in like, um, either carpeting or fabric. It's someplace where it's going to be real hard to find. No, I don't really have carpeting. I got a couch where it could have landed in, but, I mean, uh, what are they going to do next? Yeah, and, well, do you know where it came in from? Yeah, the window that I was sitting in front of. Okay. Um, yeah, you need to go ahead and, and it's going to, no matter what you do, they're, they're going to continue. And even mm-hmm. with the police involved, it's going to still escalate. Uh-huh. So it's going to be it's going to be almost like a no-win situation yeah. until finally they, uh, you know, finally, um, you know, they do go ahead and uh, get taken away. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just going to be one of those things, and they just and the parents really don't do much for them. No, the parents are very neglected. I think DCS needs to get involved. But if I call DCS, I know I'm going to be targeted as the one that's called. You know? Yeah, and if you call the police, then they're going to know, that, you know, it's like, oh, she called them. Yeah. And then if you don't, they're going to figure, oh, well, you know, she's just going to let us get away with it because, you know, we scare her. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said it's a no-win situation no matter what you do. Okay, so I'm just going to be, my house is going to get ruined, and yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are you telling, oh, I mean, what am, what's that's, the your, your best Your best thing would be to go ahead and, um, you know, call the police and, you know, go ahead and say, look, um, you know, get it reported, and sooner or later they will finally get taken away. Uh-huh. You know, but, you know, in the meantime, you know, because everyone's just been letting them get away with it. Mm-hmm. Because everyone's afraid, and they just keep mm-hmm. on doing it, and they just keep on getting worse and worse. So the things are happening more and more. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have to finally take a stand and say, look, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, well, thank you. You're very welcome. Have yourself a okay. great night, and we're going to send some healing energies out to you. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I had a neighbor that was like, that way too. It's like you know, you're between a rock and a hard place. If you don't say anything, they're gonna be like, "Oh, yeah, good. You know, we keep doing whatever we want to. They don't care. You know, they're afraid of us, and they get off on it." But then again, if you call the cops, they retaliate because like, "Ah, oh, snitch. Uh, hello, what are we gonna do? Let you keep on doing it?" Like, I don't think so. You know, finally, you reach a boiling point where enough is enough, and um, you know, you just have to go ahead and fight back. And the easiest way is call the police, file the report. And sooner or later, you know, it will finally stop. But you get between a rock and a hard place when you get something like that. Um, I had kid, we had kids when Louie and I first met. They were throwing rocks at Louie's Camaro. And I thought it was funny because they put a couple of dents in it. And, the woman, and their mom didn't care. She was an alcoholic and, um, and a druggie. And she's like, oh, well, it's just a couple of dings. not a brand new vehicle. It's like, what's your problem? And it's like, hello, uh, there was no, no dings on it at all, and um, I don't care how old it is. fact of the matter is they're doing it because, you know, 
everyone else lets them. And so, you know, Louis called the police, and, you know, it got worse. They were throwing bigger rocks and all and making bigger dents, and uh, finally had to, you know, call the police, and they got him arrested for vandalism. And then it finally, when Mom got tired of trying to bail the kids out all the time, she finally put a foot down, and they stopped it. But, you know, you have to finally, you know, step back and uh, take a stand, because if not, it's just going to keep on escalating, and, and we don't need that, you know. Let me take a short break here, and we'll be right back in just a moment. Let's see. Okay, do that one again. Why not? I am what I am. I am his own special creation. So, come take a look. Give me the hook or the ovation. It's my world that I want to Not a place I have to hide in Life's not worth a damn Till you can say I am what I am
Alright everybody, I'm back. Had to take a short little break there for just a moment. I'm glad you're still sticking around. We've got about 15 more minutes left to the show. Time does kind of fly quickly. And remember tomorrow night, no shows. Don't I'm not I don't do the shows on Wednesdays and Saturday nights. I need two nights off a week. You know, I'm not really off work. It's like, you know. Being a reader full time and uh doing a radio shows where we Never have time off, which is good. I don't mind. There's always somebody someplace that I'm helping at any point, even when I'm going to the grocery store or uh, talking to my neighbors. So, But uh just need a couple of days to unwind and relax. But, you know, when we come back on Sunday, we've got Tori Allah with us from America's Psychic Challenge. And uh, who's it? Uh, yeah, I finally heard back also from Jeff Baker. And we're looking at, let me see, come in. I think it's going to be like the March 11th is what we're looking for. So I'm hoping I'll have him back from them to be on the show. Uh, March 6th is what I'm, I'm penciling him in for, so I'll let you all know more about that. It's going to be interesting having him back. They want it sooner. You had your chance. But, you know, we're booked up now going into March. And so she's like, which days? I told her a couple of them. So we'll see. See what happens. Take it for a grain of salt. Still never heard from the other one from uh, from Jason uh, as to what happened. and So I'm not sure. You know, I always give everyone another chance. So we'll wait and see what happens. Put it out there. So, you know, wanted to see what happens. So I haven't seen him on Blog Talk. Area code 610, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, hi, this is Ann. How are you doing? Good. How can I help you tonight, Ann? Um, I was you know, calling in for a reading. Uh, what area do you need some help into? Um, I just want to know a uh, career and a bit about my love life. Okay. Um, career, I'm getting June. I'm seeing a change for you there. Okay. Uh, do you know if it's going to be, uh, I mean, a change at my same company or at a different uh, place? Uh, you'll be going to a different place. Oh, okay. Um, do you know if that would involve a um, physical move? Um, I was going to get yes. You're going to have to move. Okay, do you know by any chance if it's somewhere warmer? <laughs> Cause uh, I'm not getting any specifics on that. Okay. I mean, I was, you know, uh, thinking about, you know, at some point uh, relocating um, maybe to Florida because I just had it with the winter. Yeah, I don't blame you, but it it uh, it gets cold down here in Florida too. Right, but you you uh, don't have the snow, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> and the no, that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, we've we we do have ice here occasionally. Right. So, but, but yeah, uh, not letting me know anything specifically as to where you're going to be moving to, but that there will be a move for you. Okay, but you said in June and involves yeah. my job. Yep. Uh, 
Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be a lot better for you. You will be a lot happier. Right, because I mean, also you know, learning new things, and I'm more enthusiastic. Um, you know, even though the boss I have now, he's very understanding and responsive and open-minded. Um, you know, to new things as far as so, I think that has helped me um, to expand myself as well and see possibilities in other areas. So I think that, you know, might help me in this quest uh, to finding my new position. Yeah, and you like I said, um, it's going to be really good. It's going to be a quick, like all of a sudden you'll hear about this job and you'll be like, oh, I want to try out for that. And you'll go ahead and get hired for it. So it's going to be a real quick transition for you. Oh, so it's something I want to hear about, like, from someone or just from yeah. up hunting? Um, no, actually, you're going to hear it from someone. They're going to be like, hey, this is going to be coming out soon. You might want to, uh, you know, get in on this early, and um, you'll get in right at the right time. Oh. All right. Do you know by any sense it's like a big company or a smaller size company? Uh, it's uh, definitely a big company. Big company? Yeah. Okay. Sounds great. Um, and as far as uh, my love life, were you picking up anything? Not until November, December time frame. Okay, because, I mean, I'm in a relationship now. Um, and uh, I, I don't want to say, I mean, I don't love this person. I do. Yeah, well, there's there's love and then there's love, and you just don't have the love anymore for them. Right. So you know you love them for you know who they are, but there's just not that that deep connection there anymore. Right. There, there was someone many many years ago, um, but this person you know did cause me a great deal of pain, and I recently just you know started thinking about this person again. All of a sudden, after what? eight, nine, ten years or so, I think. Um, do you know the reason for this? Uh, this just started happening recently? Yeah, especially, you know, today. And it just it hit me a lot. So. Yeah, there's some releasing and cleansing that you need to do as far as that's concerned. Um, even if it's just not actually talking to that person, but there's some things that you need to release from that that's been bothering you um, right. regarding a certain situation, and you just need to be like, you know, I, you know, I've got to release that and let that go, and that's going to help you to move forward with new relationships. Right. Um, even though they try to maintain contact, I just thought it was best not to, um, because I just thinking in the back of my head that I was just. For some reason, it would just be very toxic for me. Um, I didn't want to be into, you know, a situation where I felt manipulated in some way. Yep. I, I just don't like to be cornered, you know, in that position. So I just decided to cut ties. Yeah, and you're better off doing along. that. And that's what you, you know, you need to learn from that uh, that situation and you're learning from it. And that's going to go ahead and help you to move forward. Right, because I don't think that was, you know, it was a good person and overall even as a friend you know yeah no very uh toxic and um not very helpful they're always one-sided it's help me help me help me 
right, absorb, and that's the word. Yep. So, um, yeah, you definitely did the right thing, but there's some things that you needed to learn from that that you need to go ahead and let go and learn from, and that's going to help you now to be able to go ahead and move forward with other relationships. Right, because it's been so many years, and I don't understand why it still bothered me. I just... um, there's a lot. There's an energy uh, change that's going on recently, and it seems like a lot of people are reconnecting with uh, people they haven't talked to in years, for one reason or for another. Uh, whether it's to release uh, some a situation, or to reconnect for some reason, uh, and this has all been going on within about the past uh, couple of weeks. That's the part I don't want to do. I don't want to reconnect. That's you know. Yeah, and that's what I'm picking up with you is that it's because you needed to release, you know, rethink that situation and learn to release it and completely let it go so this way you can go ahead and move forward. Okay. And uh, as far as my present relationship? Uh, uh, that's uh, May, June at the very latest, and it'll be ending. Ending? Yep. Oh. Okay. All righty. Alrighty, thank you. You're welcome. Have a great night. You too, thanks. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, I, I've come to realize that after watching all my friends on Facebook and all, and you know, I've reached a 5,000 friend limit. So you could still try to friend request me, and I may be able to sneak you in because the numbers fluctuate. I don't know why they fluctuate, but they do. And um, but you can also, you know, click on any of the links. You'll find my fan pages and all. But watching, you know, what other people have been posting. And I'm noticing the same thing, too. They're like, oh, I just reconnected with an ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend or old friends. And, and I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. And I connected with, I got an email, and a lot of you heard it from last night, but if you haven't. And I uh, got a message on Facebook, and they're like, well, I hope I have the right Michael Carbone. And it's like, if I don't, I'm sorry, but it's like, if I do, I think I was your first girlfriend. And I didn't remember her, what, you know, her married name was. She got married, so she didn't put her um, her last name on there. And I'm like, oh my gosh! And then it clicked, and it was uh, my first girlfriend. And I'm connecting with her sisters and her brother, uh, who's a little hotty in it there, only a couple of years older than me, but he's also an ordained minister. So I kind of find it interesting that, you know, I'm reconnecting with people that, you know, they're finding me after all these years. And um, I have a half-sister I talked to a couple of weeks back. I haven't talked to her in over 20 years. And even then, I didn't talk to her for like 15 to 20 years before then. Um, so a lot of people are reconnecting with people from their past. And it's for a number of reasons. Some people, like I said, you need to release something from that relationship or that friendship to help you to be able to move forward. And um, a lot of times when you reconnect with old friends, it's because of um, new opportunities that are going to be opening up for whatever reason or you need to be there to help them again. Uh, because one of them asked me, is like, oh, I need to get a reading from you. I'm like, oh, okay. Because, you know, the, ex, the, the first girlfriend wasn't surprised to see that I have gay psychic in my name on Facebook. Um, because you know they knew I was gay since you know before I did, um, but um, you know what happened was they um, she was more surprised about 
She's like, why did I call you a psychic? I said, because I am. You know, I had the same abilities that your mom did. She's like, oh, okay, cool. And But now her family's wanting me to do readings for them. So, you know, there's always um, a reason for it. But so many people are reconnecting with uh, past friends, past family that they haven't seen in many years. And all of a sudden, out of, out of the clear blue sky, they're they're around. And you're wondering, it's like, whoa, what the heck's going on here? So if you're reconnecting, it's just an energy shift that's taking place right now. You're not the only one. Um, so you know, just embrace it. It's okay, what do I need to learn from this? And go ahead and learn from it and go ahead and move forward. And you'll be able to. You know, it's just a lot of shift is... Um, a lot of shifts are taking place quickly. So we just have to go ahead and learn to embrace them and figure out and say, okay, what's going on here and how can I go ahead and learn from that? Erico262, you're on the air. Hi, my name's Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How can I help you? Um, I was just wondering if you see anything with my relationship. I'm starting to, I don't know, maybe have some doubts and worry. Why are you being worried for? You have nothing to be worried about. <laughs> I don't know. I think insecurity is probably a good word. Yeah, usually at any relationship you've had, when it's lasted about this long, there's mm-hmm. usually a problem. And so that's why you're, you know, I'm picking up that that's why you're normally um, you're getting the insecurities right now. It's like, okay, what's going to happen here? What's, you know, what's going to be the problem coming up? Because it always happens. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with this one I here. I feel this, like he's oh, this, backing away, too. I don't know. No, that's just, uh, I'm getting, that's just the way you're feeling and you're looking into it. You're trying to find something. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not picking anything up for you to be worried about. Okay. You have yourself somebody who's really wonderful. Thanks. I appreciate it. So just be a little bit, you know, a little patient. It is, you know, winter time, and a lot of people, you know, close down a little bit, and, um, you know, but there's nothing, you know, nothing going on. He's not pushing away or anything. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome, dear. Let me know how it all works out for you. I will. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Erico914, you're on the air. Yeah, hi. Good evening. Thank you for uh, taking my call. Uh, I had a question. Well, I have a couple of questions, but the time is not going to allow me to ask two of them. I have uh, an ex-landlord that will not return my deposit, and I'm wondering, he's promised it, and I'm wondering if you have any insight as, as to what's going on there. Uh, no, he's trying to figure out a way to keep it legally. Hmm. So they're trying to go ahead, and he does it for everybody. He does it, They don't like giving the deposit back. I see. And is there anything that I can do to... Uh, um, just give the facts to, as you know the way that you know them, and um, you'll be able to work something out. Get get most of your deposit back. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. You're very that. welcome. Have okay, yourself a night. wonderful night. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well, everyone, I want to thank you all for tuning in for a wonderful show tonight. It's been great, and uh, don't forget visit uh, um, you know my guests 
that I had on. Let them know that you heard about them on the show. Thank them also for tuning in. And don't forget, Sunday night, Toriala from America's Psychic Challenge is going to be here finally. And I know she's excited and looking so forward to this. So tell your friends they have to tune in. And spread the word. Visit my website, bethelightchapel.com. See me on Facebook and all. And remember, if you can make any donation at all, even a dollar is a big help. And uh, until Sunday night, everyone, much blessings to you. And if you haven't heard it today, know that you are loved because I love you, especially And know that God loves you too, no matter which God you believe in. Good night, everyone.